0: Hello?
1: Oh, wait. this is Why is this in pictures? It's sorry. Oh,
0: my God. I have to
2: sneeze. Sneeze, sneeze, sneeze. Hold on. Hold on. I just on. wanted a picture of Chloe holding
0: Oh, it passed. It's oh not working. It's like right there. It's right there. There's I sneezing. can't sneeze.
1: Hey, we're Bundle of Hers, and today in the studio, we have me, Margot, Bushra, and Harjeet. And you'll probably notice we're all in a much happier mood today because we have finished our finals for our metabolism and reproduction unit. So that's mm-hmm. exciting. <laughs> Get rid of it. I know. <laughs> and by the time you hear this, we'll have already had a week of our new course, which is circulation, respiration and, and renal. regulation. Regulation. Oh, it's
2: regulation. Renal. Yeah,
1: surprise, huh? <laughs> Who was paying attention this morning?
2: Uh, but she <laughs> was. Yeah, she was.
1: Um, and so we actually had a nice long weekend and lean went down back to southern utah to visit her family and she hasn't made it back up to salt lake yet so that's why she's not with us in we studio miss we do miss you but since we had a whole free weekend with no studying busher and i are diehard gray's anatomy fans and for those of you who know gray's anatomy came out the new season premiere was on thursday which was right before our last final so we didn't get to watch it but we both watched it as soon as the finals were over <laughs> And so we are thinking about talking about Grey's Anatomy today and just doctors in medicine, um, how it's portrayed on TV. And so if you watch
0: Grey's Anatomy and haven't seen the premiere, spoiler alert. <laughs> You've been warned, folks. Um, so I started watching Grey's Anatomy since season one and have kind of kept up with it. And so I don't know. I feel like I have a different perspective on it because I started watching it before I had any like medical Mm-hmm. background but now as a med student kind of like seeing this show from that perspective has like <laughs> changed heavily because mm-hmm. it's not very realistic i would say i i agree with that i've also been watching since season one but
1: i binged watch it during college um so like season one through eight maybe <laughs> in college and um i wasn't 100 percent sure i was going to go into medicine then either but i think it was um influential in a way in exciting me about going into medicine and I do remember that when I was applying um, like the first time I didn't get accepted and then the second time I got waitlisted I every time Grey's Anatomy would come back on air I would actually get more excited and like recharged about reapplying to medicine so in a way it's kind of been like an undertone in helping encourage me to get here.
0: Do you think it creates like a version of what medicine is like that's like unrealistic? Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. So (laughs) So how do you combat that with like what it actually is?
1: Right. So I distinctly remember watching Grey's Anatomy at home one day, like at my parents' house when I was home from college. And my dad watched an episode. He brought, he watched ten minutes of an episode with me, and he was like, "This is so unrealistic and so stupid," and just like left. And I was like, ah, "How could you?" <laughs> and and then I I did actually shadow in the OR and I um in college, and I was half expecting the patient to code or have a seizure and like it all be very dramatic. And it wasn't like that. Yeah, it's so dramatic. It was so on... calm and like controlled and the patient was fine. And I was kind of like, oh, I think my expectations of what surgery is <laughs> from Grey's Anatomy is not
0: real. Which... And kind of like the, the, the scope of practice is kind of all over the place. You see surgeons doing things that they normally wouldn't do. Like I've, I worked in the OR for two and a half years and I, I've yet to see a surgeon intubate anybody. Right. <laughs> But on Grey's Anatomy, it's like a constant thing. The thing that I noticed the most is like they're just barking orders and they're very like stoic and they're very like I'm in charge kind of thing. That's how they're portrayed on the show. And it's kind of interesting because that I'll speak for myself how how I thought. okay, so that's how surgeons need to act in order to be a good surgeon. You have to be like kind of like, yeah, stoic and cold and. In in (laughs) (laughs) who knows that might actually be true (laughs) (laughs) but should we we talk about the episode that we watched
1: so Harjeet has never seen Grey's Anatomy until yesterday where she watched the first 20-ish minutes of the first episode Mm -hmm. so Harjeet why don't you start us off and just tell us your first impressions of Grey's Anatomy having never seen it before
2: Okay, so I actually had never heard of Grey's Anatomy until I, like, started college. (laughs) I know. know. Um, So I was in college, and I heard about it, and then I was like, oh, maybe I should start watching it, but I never, like, got into it. Last year, we were in, I think it was Foundations, (laughs) and Bush was like, uh, we learned something, and Bush was like oh my gosh, I totally saw this in Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> then I realized she would say that like almost every other day. And I was like, I need to watch this show. But I, again, didn't watch it. And then so last night, um, I was like, oh, let me check out the show since we'll be talking about it tomorrow. I thought like my first impression was like, this is a cheesy drama. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like it kind of so reminded, <laughs> reminded me of my childhood because I used to watch Indian dramas like throughout my childhood. I wouldn't watch American television. I only watched like two shows. I watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Full House. I remember like... I, I watching it and I was like, "Oh my god, this is remind me of that people die and then they come back." Like it was I think her name's Megan, she came back and um there was like so many triangles and squares, <laughs> like love interests. I like could and you know one thing that I did find interesting about the show though, they had like so many things going on within 20 minutes I saw it. Mm-hmm. There was like this case and then they they were seeing this child so there was that case like one thing that I thought Um, that really, I was like, this is different is because I've watched house, which is another medical show, but they usually just keep one case throughout the whole like Mm -hmm. episode. And I thought it was interesting that there was so many cases going on at the same time.
1: Can I ask you, did you notice, um, anything different or did anything stand out about you about the actors themselves and the roles that they played
2: in the hospital? Yeah, um actually something did stand out to me. I remember again like House is my only reference. Mm-hmm. Um I saw like House was in charge even though I think the the, the her House's boss was a woman. Mm-hmm. Um but he was mostly like the one who was taking all the decisions. But I remember watching Grey's last night and I noticed it was like so many female surgeons, a lot of people of color, and I thought it was nice just to see like the whole variety. Has it has it always been like that? Yeah, I feel like they did a good Shonda Rhimes is the person that created
0: this masterpiece, if I may say so myself. (laughs) Agreed. And I think because of her, that's the reason why she, I think, thoughtfully placed people in certain roles the one character from the very beginning that i was like very impressed with was dr bailey who started out as like a resident a second year resident or something Mm -hmm. but she was kind of powerful even though she was a resident and like she was super thoughtful calm and collected and strong progressed and um followed her journey to like from being a doctor being a wife um, having children and mm-hmm. and kind of, and also excelling at her career and kind of like the struggles that go with that. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's
1: definitely been a very natural
0: progression of watching her
1: earn her way to becoming chief, and it's a very well deserved position. And I think we all find ourselves rooting for her mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be where she is, and she's a very good character for that role. Yeah, I, and so what I really loved about the episode, the new episode, is. Mm-hmm. And I noticed this, too, like the first few scenes, she was sitting on the stairs watching the construction of the like nurse's station that had fallen down. And she kept rubbing her feet and was like holding her heels. And I I turned to Diego and I was like, see, heels are made for women to slow down, like purposefully. Like, yeah. women should not wear heels uh-huh. and in like power position, right? Like when you're a professional, like, why should you have to wear heels if mm-hmm. you have to run around the hospital? And then like, sure enough, later in the episode, she was throwing away all her heels and she was like, oh. grabbed her um clog, mm-hmm. her surgical clogs. And I was like, yeah, see, this is. But this is a great message that like you don't have to wear heels to be a woman in power. Like, to be taken right. seriously
0: right, yeah. It's kind of interesting though. I mean, heels are freaking cute to wear. Oh right? yes, right. They but put they an hurt. outfit together so cute, but walking in, around in those babies for a couple hours, you're like, you're you're hating your yourself and your feet are like asking for mercy. And so I thought that was kind of funny that she like got rid of him and started wearing her surgical clogs because yeah. that's what she was wearing before she got this position anyways. So why should she have to change herself to be taken seriously or to meet societal expectations exactly. of what a professional woman
2: right. should look like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, you've been, Busha, you said you started watching since the first season and yeah. how old were you when you started? I was
0: young. I was probably like sixth grade-ish. I mean, I probably shouldn't have been watching it at that age, you know, to <laughs> There's some stuff yeah. in there that's not really uh, meant for children. But I was interested in the medical aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, super interesting to, like, kind of get, like, a sneak peek, although a, a dramatic sneak peek of what surgeons um, do and kind of, like, their roles and stuff like that. And so I think that kind of, like pushed me through like oh i kind of have an interest in medicine i think that's why i like kind of get into a lot of medical shows too that's cool i feel like i've seen pretty much uh, you name it i probably have watched it before Uh and then for me i think what made me stick to Grey's Anatomy is because of like the characters on the show Mm -hmm. particularly the female characters like Dr. Bailey i already mentioned her and um christina yang who's Mm -hmm. like also a freaking badass Uh um she she seems very like heartless in the very beginning but she's more complex than what meets the eye um she's very smart and she's very skilled and she knows that but she comes off as robotic but there's like she so has so much comp-
2: layers. So many right. levels, yeah. But you know what? Just like a side point. I noticed a lot of the times like when we we make first assumptions of especially women mm-hmm. and they have a certain like way they talk or maybe they don't open up as easily. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of assumptions made, mm-hmm. you know. And I I think it's really cool that they showed that in the show. Um, Again, I haven't seen the whole show. Yeah. But like I think that oftentimes women sometimes... Um, you'll see them that they're not closed off they're not friendly it's like you can't be too friendly you yeah. can't be less friendly it's like right. you always there's always this thing like oh there's there's no perfect person yeah. but honestly that's not needed because yeah. that's what creates society right, right. like having complex uh, lives and complex things about us so i think that's really cool
0: i yeah. another thing that i thought was very cool is the relationship between christina and meredith and other other groups of women in the show where it's like yeah they're competitive with each other but they also uplift each other and mm-hmm. they, they oh, support each nice. other which yeah. I, I don't think is portrayed very often no on tv it's more it's mostly like women pitting each other against each other yeah and the fact that they started out as like competitors but they gained like mutual respect and friendship for each other that's and they just nice. kind of like uplifted each other I feel like that's what I have with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, yeah like,
1: I feel like I was that too. just
0: going to ask because what's Karev's
1: girlfriend's name?
0: Joe. Joe.
1: Yeah. So in the show, you know, Stephanie was quote unquote Joe's person yeah. and she had just left. And so Joe through this episode was trying to find her new person and confiding in different people and not quite finding her place. So I was just, I thought that was a really interesting dynamic and it has been a theme that has been reoccurring. And like you just said, Busher, like, I feel like you guys are my people that I need when I need to talk about something or get right. something off my chest or need some encouragement. I come to you guys. And yeah. I think that's a very integral part of going through medical school and probably residency and, mm-hmm. and then being a doctor.
2: I feel like that's a point that's really not put across, but I I do think I do see even in our class, like a lot of the women, we uplift each other and like, you know, we're each other's support. And also I've noticed that also with my sister, when she did her residency, there was like a lot of other co-residents she had that were really like her support system. Yeah. Again, that's just something that's not portrayed, but it, 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 it can be and it, it is a reality for a lot of us.
1: Right. So going back to reality and um, in the episode, they had a group of fourth year medical (laughs) students who were doing supposedly their sub-I. So their (coughs) sub-internal medicine. What does sub-I stand for? Sub-internship. Sub-internship.
2: (laughs) Sub-internship.
0: Hold
1: on. Let me get it out. Sorry. has <laughs> been sick. She spent her free weekend I know. sick. It's, it's that, that
2: immune system was up. That so you not get no, no, it's it's up, Cortisol was up. So her immune system was, was, suppressed. was depressed. Yes.
1: <laughs> Science. So back to the, the reality aspect and, and drawing parallels with our class and our experience in medical school. And so what did you guys think of the way they portrayed this, quote unquote, <sighs> top 10% of their class group of fourth year medical
0: students? I thought it was hilarious i think they were trying to play at um the fact that they're millennials and so everyone's on their phone they're taking notes on their devices not very engaging very distant and so dr weber who was the former chief is just trying to get them more engaged and like be people and be interactive and like learn by seeing and doing Mm -hmm. and not necessarily like taking notes on every single little detail but they kind of portrayed the, the fourth year medical students as basically inept. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of silly. I think the point that I got from it was that the
1: smartest people in the class don't always make the best doctors, which I, maybe I just thought to make myself feel better. <laughs> but, um, but I do think that. It was a little unrealistic because fourth year medical students would have already rotated in the OR and so they would have already learned the etiquette of being in an OR not to wear your glasses or at least not to tape them so they don't fall (laughs) and um, to want to have the drive to scrub in on a surgery. Like they kind of portrayed these students as like oblivious to what it meant to be involved in a surgery and I don't think any gunner quote-unquote medical student would ever avoid miss that opportunity so right.
2: i also was like this isn't realistic because usually they know something about what's going on and like uh, i remember there was one character she was like on her phone recording everything that the doctor was saying right. and i was like this is so unrealistic like i don't think i've ever seen this and i don't think i would ever see that yeah but to Bishop's
1: point i think that as millennials we do tend to kind of live in our technology especially during the first two years of medical school when you're just doing book learning right and like that is how you learn for the first two years is like studying your tablet and your phone and doing flashcards and living in the textbook but then like third and fourth year are very much for the experience and so I think it's kind of like navigating the line of being a millennial That's and true. figuring out how you make the step from learning in the real world which technology doesn't always let you do. Yeah. So I think that aspect of it is is very true as like younger generations come up into medicine.
2: So I kind of have a question for both of you. So um I think we've discussed how like Gray's Anatomy is very realistic but also at some points unrealistic. What has like kept you guys engaged and like wanting to watch the show over and over again?
0: I think for me, it's been kind of cyclical. There are points in time where I was super invested in it. And Mm -hmm. other times where I'm like, I don't care about any of this that's going on. And then all of a sudden they'll pique my interest on like a character or something. But I think it's kind of fun the way that they present cases yeah, they have interesting cases, and they'll take out like real-world examples, yeah. um, stuff that happens in the news, and they'll incorporate oh, cool. an episode on that. Yeah,
1: so um, like the the abdominal wall transplant that they did on yeah. the last or the last episode, that is something that they have just started doing. So it is oh, like okay. a new concept that then they incorporate into Grey's Anatomy, That's which nice. like which was, I think it's a great learning experience in that way because it kind of takes it in a fun. Yeah.
0: And also, like, I will say the reason why I'm like, oh, my gosh, they totally had a Grey's Anatomy episode on that is because... I don't know. I feel like it's easier to remember stuff that we learn in school when it's like I can relate it yeah. because I, I've seen right. it before. Like Warhab syndrome. Like there is was a- an episode of Gray's Anatomy on really? that, neurosister sarcosis. There's a bunch of right. stuff that yeah. I learned.
2: And yesterday they had the mal rotation. Right. I was like, I just learned this. I just and, had a
1: final on this. And it's fun when you like can predict it before the mm. doctors yeah. like reveal it. You're so. like,
0: you're trying to do a freaking HPI and a differential and stuff in your head to see what they have and see if you're right (laughs) and that's (laughs) that's kind of fun For sure. actually
2: i want to go back and like i said again i've seen house i remember that time i would just watch it and i was more understanding the drama but i thought it was so cool because he would it was almost like more investigative Mm -hmm. like um he would get a case and by the end he'd figure out what was wrong or and his team i think it'd be interesting to go back and watch house And like, because at that time, I don't think I had the terms or like the understanding around any of this. So I wonder like how I would feel going back and watching it. Like a part of me just wants to try that out. I think it's kind of fun when they like
0: mispronounce medical words. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you're definitely
1: not in medicine. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that house is actually in terms of like the way they present the diseases Mm -hmm. is actually pretty medically accurate. And so I think like you said, it would be fun to go back and start watching house again to see how, if you could predict what it is before they do by the end. And Um, also
2: that I feel like that show also like really like helped me like in the path that I was going, I started watching it when I think I was in seventh grade. Or eighth grade. Mm-hmm. It really like help, helped out. I loved it. So um what other shows other shows do you guys usually watch that are um, medical related?
0: What some shows that I like loved actually in high school, they started doing like reality type shows uh-huh. um where they actually go into hospitals and follow uh doctors around. Yeah. There's like Hopkins, New York med, Boston mm-hmm. med. Like a whole host of different, um, different facilities basically. And this is, I feel like, more realistic yeah. because these are real doctors and real patients. Okay. And it just kind of got me a little bit more excited because you get to see kind of like their real lives yeah. and not the over dramatized, like, yeah. Sleeping with the intern, right. <laughs> which is not like, allowed. By the way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like In all hospital. that extra
0: stuff, it was focused more on the medicine of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I also watched a show called Rescue
1: 911 when I was like really young, yeah. and it would terrify my sister. And uh my dad was just kind of like why are you so into these really bloody gory shows but yeah
0: oh, <laughs> that was a reality one too i used to watch the tlc with my mom yeah. where they had like birthing like ob <gasps> oh, yeah really <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, she was like was so into it and i was like oh my god is that what happens when <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a woman gives birth or is that what happens in like, a c-section in the toilet or something? <laughs> yeah. and like Yeah, Yeah, it
2: was like insane. I was like my very first initial interest into um medicine. I saw this like PBS documentary and I saw like a heart surgery and I was like, I want to be a doctor. I was like um in kindergarten and like since then I'm like, oh my God, I want to be a doctor because I saw this. But then that kind of really brings up an important point. I think that like sometimes people don't have access to like resources where they can like see like medicine or they don't grow up in that environment. So I think it's really good. Like that's, I think, their most like positive thing about them is allowing people who don't have those opportunities can just through TV, like kind of see, oh, this is what happens. Right. And this is what like a physician's uh, career entails, even though it's not 100 percent accurate, but it could start piquing their interest, you know,
0: excitement about medicine. For sure. I remember back in the day there was this PBS documentary that followed like Harvard medical students back in like, I want to say the 80s. And they started as first-year med students up until they graduated med school. And then, like, they had a reunion, like, I want to say 10 years later. And so they got to see, like, every aspect, even during their residency. I remember watching that as a kid and, like, kind of thinking, oh, my gosh, like, med school is really hard. Right. And even while you're going through it, like, you might not enjoy every single moment of it and you might not you might not see like the light at the end of the tunnel, but like people do it every single day and it's kind of taking the struggles in stride and, and maintaining some sort of balance. And then, and then you got to see kind of the impact of their personal lives and school and how they kind of dealt with all of that. I I really liked that documentary because it was like super, it didn't really sugarcoat anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, this stuff is hard. Right. And you should be 100% sure yeah. that this is what you want to do for the rest of your life before you commit to it. Because financially and emotionally, it's going to be right. taxing. I always kind of reference that to like, okay, am I ready for, for this? Am I ready to like commit to this kind of thing? Yeah, that's definitely something that great where Grey's Anatomy falls short is like representing
1: how much time a surgical resident spends and is overworked Mm -hmm. like they had a scene where Alex and Meredith were having lunch like on a ferry or some park and I was like when do they have time to go have lunch like (laughs) leisurely and then go back to the hospital so I, I definitely think that shows that show how hard, like that documentary you're talking about, Bushra, is also an important piece to showing people yeah. who don't have access mm-hmm. to medicine to know that it is not just like all fun and games and yeah. drama, right. that it is a lot of hard work and you will be overworked. And, um, I would be interested to go back and watch that now, though, knowing that it took place a couple of decades. Yeah. Now, and it's like, definitely
0: different than i think my experience now i feel like our generation is more tech savvy and so that makes things a little bit more easier but also there's just a lot more information to know right, now right than,
2: well, because Texas. things change and you and have to learn the history of things and then where we are right now we're
0: more in tune with like mental health and right. like kind of dealing yeah. with our issues versus like trying not to burn, break down or burn, burn
1: out right yeah I, I could imagine Like for a woman in that documentary must have been a very different story than we live now. You know, like you were just talking about mental health and being aware of our emotions Mm -hmm. is is kind of a big thing that we have now Mm -hmm. in our generation in medical school. And I think one thing that I've been attracted to about Grey's Anatomy is the emotional aspect. I think at least 90% of the episodes, I'm always bawling by the end. Oh, really? And and I think that the fact that they can really play on those human not dramas, but like the human emotions of of what it means to take care of someone who's sick and have a patient die and to be allowed to cry with the doctors has been very empowering for me. And so Mm -hmm. I think that um, shows like Grey's Anatomy... And other medical shows that allow doctors to have, like make that connection is important. So hopefully through this next block, we'll find time to watch the episodes <laughs> well, yeah, in between studying. <laughs> but thank you as our listeners for taking time to listen to our podcast. We really appreciate that. And as always, if you have any comments, we'd love for you to leave um, a review or a comment on iTunes or wherever you download podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye
0: bye. Haha. <laughs>